Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We are at the Alamo Draft House for our Thursday show, as always. Thursday, September 6th. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com and ComingSoon.net. I've added something and didn't take anything off the plate, (laughs) (laughs) which is why it's getting busy around here. So uh, we will be doing the movie news and headlines and all of that today on our show, as always. And as always, I'm joined by... Kenny with... uh, Let's do PGTC Ken at Twitter. All right, and... Oh, I'm still just Jen with Alamo. (laughs) No side gigs. That's enough, isn't it? That is yeah, quite enough. It really feels like it. <laughs> Looking through when we get to like this page. Yeah. yeah I think it's enough. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to September. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we are in the back half of the week. The weekend's almost here. I know some folks are thinking about what they're going to do this weekend. Maybe they'll come see a movie. Let's talk about what you guys have going on here. But first, let's take a look at the headlines from the box office last weekend. Only a couple changes. A lot of this, especially the top few, didn't really move much. Uh, f- taking the number one spot in the th- for the third week in a row wow. is Crazy Rich Asians, making another $28.3 million, which is actually up 14% over their week two take. Yeah, so that's what that I was going to ask. crazy. They actually made more rich. money in week three. <laughs> yeah, they are crazy rich. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's going to be naming their movie with something with money in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially I don't think that's the charm, Day but yeah. they're going to try yeah. anything. That's and then staying at number two, right behind them. When I say right, I mean like they're here. They're about <laughs> halfway down the list here. Uh, the Meg at number two, bringing in another $13.5 million. That one's also <laughs> up about 5% over the previous weekend. So. How funny is that? It's so weird. It's usually such a dead weekend for movies. I know. Labor Day. I who knows? Who knows? And then in the third spot, back in the third spot, having dropped down earlier, uh, moving back to number three, taking in another $9 million was Mission Impossible Fallout, also up 12% over the previous weekend. So That's just Tom Cruise buying some theaters yeah. for people. It may have like, been. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any Black Panther-type shenanigans here, but uh, <laughs> no. it seems like the Labor Day weekend, like you said, it was just kind of like one last push by moviegoers. It's like, we haven't seen some of these yet. Let's go see yeah. them now, yeah. I, I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't know, I which makes you think out. maybe they should have left some of these other movies in theaters a little longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could have got the push as well. Yeah, I tried to go see a movie a couple times this weekend. I couldn't get the family to go. They just didn't want to go for some reason. Yeah. You're kind of not doing a very good job at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to sell that a little harder next yeah. time. <laughs> well, apparently they're still making money. They didn't, they just didn't get your money. Yeah, but yeah. Or the family's 50. <laughs> so once we get past the top three, we've got a couple of newcomers to the top five. Uh, new this week, Operation Finale, which moved into the number four spot, debuting at number four with $7.8 million. I don't know that one. Yeah, I, that wasn't a familiar one to me either, which is kind of odd. Which is It's, it's a, like a historic movie about World War II. I think about the capture of Hitler, maybe. Mm, okay. Like huh. yeah. yeah. I know it was new last week because it was on the yeah. list, but we kind of, as we were going yeah, through we last week's new this well, week, we're like, we had hmm. a lot to talk about with Alpha still. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to bring it back up. Don't worry. We're not done Woo! talking Alpha. Uh, and at number five, not Alpha, uh, was the movie Searching, which was number 22 last weekend. So it was only out in a couple theaters. Yeah. This is okay. the first weekend it was in wide release. And so. Well, what's that one? Uh, I don't it's know. It's kind of <laughs> like Unfriended, but. Higher tech. Oh, yeah, that's the one with uh, John Cho, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's um, one it's where gotten, somebody disappears and they go to the dark web to find 
Oh, yeah. what happened? And the the reviews I read, they were all shocked that it was so good. Like so, that really shocked me and turned. Good for them, for yeah. Rocketing up the list, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, for what was really their first week and wide release, uh, debut at number five, not bad. A couple of other stories we've been watching: the Happy Time Murders dropped out of the top five. They're down to number eight this week, which puts them behind the number seven at the box office last weekend, which was Alpha. Alpha, Alpha to nobody's <laughs> surprise. So Alpha, Obviously, Alpha it's going to be is ahead of the Happy Time Murders now this week. That's going to be a little sad that a <laughs> you movie would think sad time Alpha murders commercials. At this uh, point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Sad Time Murders not doing so well. Uh, also dropping out of last week's top five was Mile 22, which fell to number 10 this weekend. So I think Mark Wahlberg really needs to just embrace that he is... The funny, muscular guy now. I mean, he has to be... Instead of trying to he, be the soldier? Yeah, he's he's not the soldier. I mean, he's he's muscu- muscular, but I don't... <laughs> Boy, you really talked about his muscle a lot. Yeah, well, I've, just, I've tried to wrap my head around why he would possibly think he could jump over to that when he's like... Uh, yeah, he's, he's still... kind of pigeonholed himself a little bit. Yeah, I think he wants to be an action yeah. person, star. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, do they get paid more for doing those kind of movies or those movies make more generally or? i don't you know he's done I a like few of these kind of soldiery kind of yeah because <laughs> yeah because it was odd with mile 22 was not the first i mean he's worked with director peter berg a lot on quite a few you know yeah these types of i do like films. peter berg i you know i mean transformers were pretty action movie yeah he got paid for those yeah, yeah, there's that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got I mean, that I money. I think he's doing okay. Yeah, but we're not yeah. concerned about him. But yeah, he. <laughs> but he, I was I, puzzled I, by this title. I tend to I like him it. better when he's in a movie with like yeah. Will Ferrell yeah. or something else. You know. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, the was a step or what is the name? Daddy's I, Home or Daddy's? Something? Yeah, Daddy's Home. Daddy's yeah. Home God, Two. Those movies are hilarious. Um, yeah, when when he embraces the, the nice funnier guys, side. Yeah, that yeah. was a really good one. Yeah, I agree. Ted. So last week, moving on from the top five, we talked about we've breaking news story last week that we brought you was that Alec Baldwin was in the Joker movie. He was going to be playing Batman's dad. And I was so dad. excited. And yeah, that was like the only thing we were all talking about. Yeah. Like, hey, this could possibly work for this movie. Well, yeah, absolutely. right after we left, um, he decided, he must have heard the show, that yeah. he is not going to be in the Joker movie. He says it's a scheduling conflict. We'll mm-hmm. take him at his word, I guess. JK. Don't know what else he's doing, but yeah, I guess he's Doing more uh, Trump. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. I can't get away from Saturday Night Live long yeah. enough. Uh, so yeah, he will not be playing Batman's Dead Dead. Uh, what we do have, what we do know, are what roles uh, a couple of actors, Robert De Niro and Mark Maron, they're going to be playing in the movie. See if this gets you excited about this Joker movie. <laughs> De Niro is going to play a late night TV talk show host, and Mark Maron is going to be his producer of the TV show, which is a good role for him. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, but so so Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is going to be a stand-up comedian who goes like apparently goes on this late night talk show and fails and so without they haven't released any plot details but we're assuming that once he becomes the Joker I guess he's going back for revenge on these guys that he feels humiliated him on TV hmm. is this what a very is this the Joker movie <laughs> yeah. take it's uh, of everywhere they it could go. It should almost that. be like Joker asterisk. 
you know, like it's not really what you. Would it's think almost a like Joker they had a different movie. script, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, we can make this into a Joker movie well, and try to make some of that DC money." Well, I was gonna just, say, can't, can't you do this movie without the Joker being yeah. involved? Yeah, I mean, this can is you a, just do a movie a about a serial killer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but yay, Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll do really well in yeah. the few minutes of screen time that he'll yeah. have in this. Yeah, I love Mark Maron. Probably be tied up with you know a big. Goofy bomb. I uh, hope he's sarcastic like he normally very is. Drill, sure he will. Very like screwing dry, with him before the Joker yeah. kills him or something. I don't yeah. know. I, the, nothing that I've read about this movie makes me want to spend any kind of money to see this at the theater. I Maybe don't we can watch a series of clips of Mark Maron in this movie and call it good. <laughs> can, can, we do, yeah, can we just sit down and watch other movies? Yeah. Mark Maron is Watch Mark Maron stand up. That's good. <laughs> we, we could do that. We could, Glow. We could watch Glow. One or two. Yeah. You know, he was Great in show. Almost Famous. We could go back and watch yes. Almost yes. Famous. That sounds a lot yeah. more interesting yeah. than this. Heck yeah. Uh, the Incredibles 2 became the first animated film and only the ninth film in history to make $600 million at the box office in the in the United States, at the domestic box office. It's been a good first eight months or so for Disney this year because One, they've yeah. got a couple of those movies. Uh, Black Panther we talked about last week topped $735 million, I think, or something, $700 million. Um, Of course, Avengers, Infinity Wars right up there. So for only nine of those films... To be to make six hundred million in the United States in history, and three of them to be Disney films this year—that's that's pretty good company it's to keep. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, they do have all those rides to maintain and oh, yeah. souvenirs to mm-hmm. make and stuff. So. And that vault to keep <laughs> tightening up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they got to make room in that. They got to get a bigger yeah. vault for the Fox yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that's more guards. That's more technology. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I guess. I'm sure they'll spend it somewhere. Speaking of Disney, Ant-Man and the Wasp has passed Solo, a Star Wars story, at the domestic box office. Both films have earned just over $213 million, and the difference is in the thousands column, not even in the tens thousands column. So, wow. um, In the United States, one is considered a success. The other is considered an abject failure. So just kind of looking at why, uh, if you look at the global box office, Ant-Man the Wasp has grossed more than $595 million worldwide, where Solo really hasn't done as well, uh, only making $392 million across the globe. And then if you look at, of course, at cost, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp budget was only around $162 million, whereas Solo's budget, by the time you have the false starts and restarts and bringing in new directors and rewriting scripts ends up somewhere in the neighborhood of 275 million so it's just kind of i threw all those in there just because it's interesting to see how i mean i think all the three of us sitting here all thought solo was a good star wars movie oh, it yeah. was it was the it best was. thing they put out since you know <laughs> empire strikes yeah. back <laughs> the negative I mean, really? buzz killed it like a yeah. lot of people were like, "Oh, well." And then you look at the Ant Man, like the sucks. Wasp, and I, I, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, you've, you've seen it. Yeah, it's so you've good. seen it. And yeah. again, so everybody good. says it's a good movie. They make about the same amount of money, but you know, one is killing other movies that were in development. <laughs> you know, now they're talking yeah. about not doing the standalone Star Wars movies for a while. They said they're not dead; they're just waiting and thinking about how they want to approach those. Whereas the other is just kind of train keeps rolling, but they both made about the same amount of money here in the states. So yeah. it's just kind of interesting how perspective i mean well, none of us have like money on the line the, so the numbers i mean that yeah. it made a lot more sense because you can't these are two movies i don't even think you can really compare i mean they're not they're not in the same category really you right. got a lot more 
It's just interesting to me that, you know, we talk about the negative buzz, but just the negative word of mouth. Yeah. People were down on Solo before it came out. So publicly, like angry. Yeah. Like it was, you know, somehow hurting them But it made as much money here in the U.S. and, you know, as Ant-Man and the Wasp. And again, both movies, everybody that's seen them has thought both of them were good movies. It's just funny how, because not, not, I don't know about you guys, I don't have personally any stock in Disney (laughs) that I'm aware of. I mean, it may be in part of the mix somewhere, but, you know, it's not like those things really matter to us or to most of the people that were, you know, that have this very black and white perspective of a couple of different movies. It's, it's just interesting to me how our, how the internet, I guess, maybe changes perspective on these things and we have a hard time just going and, and enjoying them for what they are. Yeah. 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 Everybody gets, forms their opinion off of memes and, you <laughs> yeah. know, video blurbs. They don't actually go out and see these movies for themselves or, want to have an opinion for themselves and it's okay you can yeah, yeah. that's unfortunately sad for them because they missed a great movie if they didn't want <laughs> to see it they yeah did. we love solo and we will continue with the love solo <laughs> yeah. yep. comes out in a couple weeks on home video maybe the next one they can get their stuff a little more together and not not pay for two, two movies, movies <laughs> yeah. right. or pay you the know. price for two movies yeah. yeah exactly and then that'll solve the problem uh, speaking of, Star Wars Episode Nine is ramping up production. Mark Hamill was on social media this weekend on Monday teasing that instead of enjoying the American holiday of Labor Day where everybody this is kind of funny, everybody takes off to on Labor Day, mm-hmm. um, he was out of the country and he was working. Hmm. Yeah. Star Wars, of course, is shot in London's Pinewood Studios. <laughs> this one kind of follow up a little bit from last week. We talked about the Sylvester Stallone uh, workout video as he's mm-hmm. getting in shape for Rambo. Billy D. Williams posted on social media a workout video of him getting in uh, screen ready shape for for Star Wars Episode Nine. I thought um, it was just him drinking malt liquor. And <laughs> yeah. to the side. Oh, apparently he's done Curly. enough of that for the last <laughs> seventy years that uh, his workout video was a little less intense than Stallone's. Um, good for him. I hope that I'm. I hope that I'm moving better than that when I'm his age. But, uh, but yeah, he's you know he says he's feeling good and feeling healthy, and he's ready to get in shape and be ready to roll. So well, it's not like Billy D ever had an action. No, he didn't. Role. It's just kind of just yeah. Billy D. Yeah, just it's just kind of um, it's one of those things where it's just I don't know that I would have posted that workout video that he posted because mm-hmm. well he, he was have trying. To, it was he good on have him to make trying. the magic happen. I meant to look screen. that up and I yeah. didn't, so to do that immediately after. This. Yeah, it was something. Um, crunches or something. <laughs> no, he was he was. Boxing, which is what makes oh. it even worse because no. when you see Stallone doing a workout video and you think immediately when you think of Stallone other than Rambo you think Rocky so right. here's Billy D. Williams and he's got a trainer and they're in a gym and the guy's got the big pads on and you know he's throwing punches at the pads and stuff and you know again when we see those usually they're I'm guessing that directors will slide a few frames out and just to make it look a little faster yeah. you know um, this was very much a slow motion no. <laughs> type of footage. Um, yeah, it like wasn't it. shot in slow motion and it wasn't slowed down. It just looked like no. everybody was moving in slow motion and the trainer kind of had a bored look Maybe on his face. Maybe don't film on day one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't know, that I you know, don't know that I would have shared that. But get on him. You know, he's, he's having fun and he's ready to go. So that's good. Hey, you know what? He's in a Star Wars movie and I'm not. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A second one. Third one. Yeah. Uh, filming on It Chapter 2 is cruising along. We've seen a number of photos from the set, some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, I saw that uh, Jessica Chastain has wrapped her filming, so they are quickly wow, they wrapping are this up. Along. Yeah, they're getting it all finished up, so that will be uh, coming to us next fall, about this time next year. So I'm yeah, excited. I don't want the iron Me to too. cool off too much. 
No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it already feels like forever until yeah. then. Uh, this, I thought, since we're talking a little bit about horror, I thought this was a fun piece of trivia. The actor who performed the role of Michael Myers in the original Halloween film, they're talking to him because there's a new one coming out. I saw there's a new trailer today. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But uh, the man behind the mask's name is Nick Castle. According to Castle, he was telling a story. Um, the only reason that he got the role and took the role was because he was interested in being a director, but he had no experience whatsoever, didn't even understand what the whole process was of directing a movie. It just kind of baffled him. Um, but he was buddies with John Carpenter, who invited Castle, said, hey, you know what? If you want to see what a director does, we've got this role. Nobody will ever know it's you. You'll just put on the mask and some coveralls, but you'll be on set all the time because yeah. you're in this movie constantly. So you can see, and when you're not in the movie, you're welcome to come to set. You can just kind of watch. Apparently, according to uh, Mr. Castle, the, they were filming it real close to his house, and it was a way to make a little money <laughs> and get some you know, learning experience on the set. So he said, sure, I'll do that. I, um, I, I kind of like how convenience was a... Yeah, it was the biggest <laughs> thing because yeah. he couldn't spend the yeah. money to go somewhere to film. Like so. if you live 10 miles away, you'd be like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> can I bike there <laughs> or not? I don't have money for gas. Um, so he took... Took the job. Of course, you know, history is history. Funny enough, he became a director. He directed a few films. The Last Starfighter is probably the one he's most famous for. I know uh, Major Pain with Damon Williams, which came out in the 90s, early 2000s. So he's had a, he's had a career directing. Um, it's just kind of interesting, the funny how some of those stories, how things just kind of work out like that. But yeah. uh, I guess in the new Halloween movie, of course, you know, he's in his 70s now and he's not going to be doing the physical stuff, but he is actually still providing. He did record the sound of him breathing through the mask for this new movie. So if you're wondering, that sound is the same. They couldn't use the old one, I guess. I don't know. They had yeah. him re-record the yeah. sound of a 70-year-old man well, breathing in a that's mask. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it, they could have done that with anybody, right? Because <laughs> his breath- you think his breathing is possibly a little more labored now? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I guess they wanted the authentic, you know, that will be the same. The same breathing sounds you heard in that original film Which 40 a years ago. Wheeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got, you know, some breathing <laughs> problems now. <laughs> so that will remain the same. And we'll wrap up the headlines piece of this. We have two entries this week in the stuff that nobody wants. First up, maybe the lesser of the two evils. Um, actor Steve Gutenberg has taken to social media. That's the place where everything breaks nowadays. Right. Uh, to state that another entry in the Police Academy franchise is coming. What? Uh. He did not offer any details. There is no word of any kind from about a script, a director, a cast, a studio to produce this. So... My guess is that if he says that and get enough people make enough noise, maybe he can go back and say, look, see, people want this. I said I made this thing up, and people are clamoring for it. I that haven't seen really that response, sad. though. Really <laughs> yeah. sad if it were I haven't true. seen anybody <laughs> clamoring for it, though. Everybody just kind of saw it and was like, huh, uh, well, I don't think I we mean, want that. How many people are alive that yeah, know those movies? Like I know Steve Winslow still looks like he's the same age as he was when he did yeah, the he thing. Does. And I've seen him on different things, and... I'm pretty sure Bobcat Goldwaite's just, he directs now. He doesn't has wow. no interest well, in Well, even meeting. beyond getting the band back together, how many, you know, the demographic everybody looks at is what, 18 to 30-year-olds or something like that? Yeah. How many 18 to 30-year-olds even know the property Police Unless Academy? their grandparents made them watch it <laughs> yeah, or, kid yeah. I don't know. It kind of worked memories. for 21 Jump Street, though. Yeah. When they redid that. But they but, completely, it wasn't yeah. a... You know, that had never been a movie, and they didn't try to make it like a continuation. I mean, yeah, there is that one scene cameo. that kind of, yeah. yeah, but yeah. 
But this, it sounds like they're thinking, hey, this will be a sequel to a franchise that died 30 that years ago. I don't idea. know. You know what? With Papillon and all these other things coming <laughs> out, I say, why not? It, yeah. it, this is the year to make movies that no <laughs> one cares about. Apparently, yeah. the studios are just handing out money. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the other piece of news that I don't know that anybody's asking for. We have an official title now for the sixth entry in the Die Hard franchise. Did you know they're making a sixth Die Hard movie? It is, it is hard for it to die. So. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Apparently. It the film scary. will simply be titled McLean, so it won't even have Die Hard in the title. According to Empire Magazine, they did an interview with producer uh, Lorenzo de Bonaventura, and he said the film will split time equally, 50-50, between Bruce Willis as the modern old man John McClane. Wait, did somebody tell Bruce this was happening? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he knows okay that yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other 50% of the time will be with some actors as a 20-something-year-old version of John McClane. Um, the studio is trying to sell this as sort of an origin story of how, how old man John McClane became old man John McClane. Not based on the other five movies we've seen, but here's something that happened before the first movie, which really, as its own, (laughs) should have been the origin story, was Die Hard, but I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it's going to work out that way, because I don't know that Bruce Willis is going to be comfortable being in half the movie, Yeah, but that's the plan at this point. Don't know that anybody asked for that. I guess they could do it like a, uh, was that Looper? That was uh, yeah, that, yeah. But, but that was different. Yeah, that was that was uh, good. <laughs> that yeah, was not that was, a, yeah. that was an original idea and about original story. It wasn't okay. You're gonna have to play him, but not the guy that we know yeah. him to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I know. I just I thought that in there. I yeah, well, I know. That was my first thought movie. too. Was like, hey, it's kind of like Looper, but no, not at all like Looper, because Looper was good. Because it won't be as good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, new in theaters this week, there are a few movies that are going to get some attention. The first one, probably the biggest one this week, The Nun, which is coming out of that movie storytelling universe that they put together with The Conjuring years ago, and then I think Annabelle spun out of that. a ton of stuff. I see this yeah. all the time on YouTube. Yeah, yeah it's very well promoted. Um, so that is probably the big release this week, kind of dipping into the horror stuff, maybe trying to capture some of that lightning that it caught last year by releasing early in September. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, people seem to be very excited about it, I'll I, say that. I think the people that are invested in that franchise are excited to see yeah. where this one goes. Um, other movies out this week, Peppermint, uh, Jennifer Garner's back in an action role. Yes, I want to see this. I figured that would be right up your alley. I loved her in Alias. Right. Know, this so point. this feels <laughs> old old person alien. Yeah. So, um kind of a kind of a revenge. She's a vigilante getting revenge kind of thing when the when the system breaks down and fails her. I kinda uh, wanna see it too. I, I she you know she's carried her own in those. Yeah. I it's funny because she turned away from that after the whole Daredevil Electra mm-hmm. movies bombed. She went to the more family friendly, the softer, the more I'll be a responsible adult. Yeah. So it's Which, fun to I see mean, her back as the. Yeah. It'll like be fun to see her back. This, yeah. yeah. Beating people again. And God Bless the Broken Road is out this week. Um, don't know. There's a whole lot to say about that. Got all the elements it's, of the country song. Yeah, it does. It's uh, there are there's a it. there's a group of folks out there that are very much into th- these kind of movies. And yes, I is, guess your sleeper you. right there. I think that's that's what. That yeah, that's what I mean. Do. There's a there's a group of people that are very 
diehard hardcore fans of anything that blends veterans and Americana and religion, you know, it's there. So that, that could be, yeah, it could be a sleeper that may perform better than expected this week. I find it interesting. There have been two movies out this year that were solely based on a song. Uh-huh. Like a whole movie was, I'm like, is this going to be a thing now? I, I think it might depends be. on how much money they make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If, if it, it, makes if it solos yeah, on them, no. We had we had that Mercy Me one here uh-huh. for a long time. That that did very well. So yeah. maybe this will do the same. It very well could. Stay tuned. We'll yeah. find out. It's no alpha. I'll say that. Because <laughs> yeah, it has the staying power of alpha. I mean, anything few movies are. So. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the happy time murders aren't alpha yeah. either. So that's all right. Uh, so let's jump into our social media poll. We're rebranding it. I need to change it on here. We call it now the pop quiz. Our pop quiz this week because nice. we are going to be, uh, yeah, you know, because the branding geniuses that we yeah, are. We've been doing this eight months before we realized, hey, if we take our poll and rename it the pop quiz, that kind of makes sense. It That's really how we does. roll. <laughs> We're getting there. We're still putting slow this thing roll. together. It's a exactly. slow, slow roll. We're still pups. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we uh, are doing some convention stuff this weekend, which we'll talk about later on. So we have asked the question, if you were to go to one of these pop culture conventions, they always bring in celebrity guests and they always... Have, for the most part, they try to find an hour or so where they put them in, on a stage and somebody will be up there asking them questions or the crowd will ask them questions and they tell these kind of funny behind-the-scenes stories that they've told hundreds of times, but it's the first time for the hundreds of people in attendance to hear them. So we asked the question, who would you most like to see and hear at one of these pop culture conventions on a panel? Give them an hour and a microphone and tell them, entertain these people, tell them the stories who would you want to hear from? And so we threw out four options. I could look and see who's winning. I think it, don't think it's changed much in the last 24 hours. Wasn't uh, Emma Watson? Uh, yeah, she was leading the pack. People oh, want to hear she? the behind the scenes. That's not my answer. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't mine either. So uh, we are going to ask you. We know what our answers are. What? Who would you want to hear some of the – And you know, yes, we phrased it in terms of, hey, if, if pop culture convention just because we're doing that, but who would you want to spend an hour with hearing about – the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Okay, this was very hard because you said see and hear. So then I wanted to say Chris Hemsworth because of the seeing part. And but then I knew that I had to just be true to myself. So Bruce Campbell was my answer. Because I would like to hear some of the stuff that guy has to say. I would like to get that guy here. And that's part of it too is that whole being able to tell an entertaining story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He must have so many. I would love to have him. He's he's my dream guest to come here. Oh, that'd be amazing. reach out a couple times and he hasn't gotten back to us. So, but I'm not going to (laughs) quit. Yeah, you get him lined up, you let us know. (laughs) I haven't tried to get Chris Hemsworth at all. So there's another reason why. yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure he'd come. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. It's like it doesn't matter. You know, he would me. if you ever found his passion project that he made for yes. $10 million. And it's really one of those ego-stroking <laughs> things. Yeah. And, oh, we'd love for you to premiere it here. Yeah. We love it. It was amazing. It was as really long as you smart. don't mind everybody here wearing Thor costumes yeah. <laughs> in the theater. And yeah, Springfield Thor being here. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let us know who your choice is. Who would you like to hear from at... Again, we've phrased it and we've referenced this as a at a pop culture convention, but who would you want to hear an hour's worth of storytelling behind the scenes who type of stuff with? did you guys pick, by the way? I didn't see I that. went with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. He picked Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Jessica went with Emma Watson, and then Odin threw out somebody that like voices video games or something. Something like that. I, yeah, I don't I know. Can't. I don't know who it is. Uh, has he got a vote yet? Has he voted uh, for himself he, yet? I don't know. <laughs> I think everybody has a vote. Do they now? Yeah. Good. yeah so, so maybe maybe he voted for himself yeah. this, this week. Could be. <laughs> All right. So those were the, our choices. Um, we've sat through a few of these, and we've had some pretty fun ones um, that we've experienced, some of these convention panels. Oh, Yeah. Probably my two favorite would be Ron Perlman uh-huh. oh, and yeah. DMC from Run DMC. Oh, yeah. I could have listened awesome. to DMC talk literally all day. And we always walk oh, out of those things cool. like, man, I wish next year they would get this person. I'd love to hear stories from this person. So that kind of is what brought this question on. Yeah. Um, but leave us your choices. If you don't like one of ours, you can throw in your own. You can vote in our poll. Uh, it's at Twitter at PGTC Podcast. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash popgoesculturepodcast. We pinned it to the top of the page on each of those. So if you're on social media and you check either one of those out, you'll find it right there. Um, and we've been pretty good about throwing out a topic the last couple of days or so. We're going to try to get into more of a habit of throwing out topics every so often. Um, but those will be pinned to the top of the page. You can always email us and call the hotline. Uh, links to all that information is on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. So go in and vote. Let us know who you would like to hear from at one of these things. Part of that, too, is driven by I got the questionnaire from uh, Planet Comic Con recently about, hey, we're trying to put together programming. Who do you want to hear from? So that's kind of why it was on my mind as well. So it'll be fun to play with that this week. Right on. Speaking of things to play with this week, you played with the schedule for the next week and yeah. I don't know that you could fit anything else on here. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> it even goes to the back. <laughs> I was just looking out. Yeah, I noticed that it went to the back too. I was like, God, it's crazy. <laughs> so you've got I'm a lot crazy. going on. Let's start with Thursday night, yes. uh, 7 p.m. Weird Science. Yes, and we also have another showing of Breakfast Club the same oh, night. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, okay. we did three nights. This week, uh, wow. so I, we snuck that one in. So Thursday night, you can come out. Is are they showing at the same time at seven, or have you staggered? I uh, staggered them a little. I think I have one at seven thirty. Okay, so you've got or no one at seven fifteen because I also you have, have a seven thirty also. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. So you've got weird science at seven. Mm-hmm. So if that's your jam, come out and get that. If you didn't catch the Breakfast drink. Club yet, what's it's it have? Live. It's it's like a potion. But yeah, it's called. Okay. It's is it in like a beaker? Yeah, I wish it was in a beaker. That would be pretty cool. I wish we still had some of those from Isle of Dogs. So you've got Weird Science at 7. You've got uh, The Breakfast Club at 7.15. And then if those are not your thing, you've got Sleepless in Seattle at 7.30. Yeah. With Meg Ryan and yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I really thought. I mean, it's they're all selling very well. But I thought Sleepless in Seattle would sell out a lot faster for some reason. Although it's pretty much full. Yeah. But this was really our John Hughes week. Right. And then when I was playing Tetris with all the other titles, I had to like slide something in Seattle too. So very good. And also, we got to mention that Thursday night's the last chance to catch Bloodfest on the screen here. Yep. So if anybody hasn't caught that yet and still wants to, the last showing of that on the big screen will be at 10 o'clock on Thursday night. A bunch of our film club members have seen it and commented very favorably in the film club group good. about it. So, That's good. Yeah. Uh, you guys will be out on Park Central Square on Friday, first Friday downtown. We'll be there. You guys are always set up at Park Central Square on first Friday. So yep. not something yep. here at the theater, but I know a lot of our listeners, yeah. I imagine, uh, head out first friday downtown it's, it's a fun little spot you know there's a lot to see yeah, and you do you guys are right there like on the east side of the square and, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool 
and then once we get past the weekend, well, not even past the weekend, once <laughs> we get to yeah. Sunday, I know. <laughs> I try to off. find real easy ways to segue, but it's like, no, you got something every day. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk. You've got the movie party version of Clueless starting on Sunday. You're doing that Sunday at one thirty. Yep. And then you've got additional movie party showings of Clueless on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and then you've also got just the regular screening. So if you don't want the hoop and the hollering and everything, um, starting Monday, and those are going Monday and Thursday. So you've Turns got out nobody cares about those. They really, all, they all the want movie the party. party. So I was going <laughs> to ask learns. you what what is. I mean, I, we know what the difference is between a screening and a movie party, but specific to Clueless, what is the difference between what? If you just came to see the movie on Monday night versus if you came to one of the movie parties, what's going to be the difference to folks that come and see it? Well, in both, you'll get the drink drop menu. Right. Um, But in the regular screening, you're not going to get the props. Um, You'll still have, you know, a host intro, but then it's a regular movie. Like, you know, be quiet. Cell phones off. Don't quote along. Don't like scream don't get all super excited just watch the movie uh and a lot of people would prefer that to a movie party some right. people want, want to some see movies. something on the big yeah. screen this was not one of those movies so then the clueless uh movie party has a couple of great props we have i'm going to go ahead and just mention it we have the uh stress ball only it's a cell phone okay yeah so it's like one of the old school cell phones and then it has the alamo logo on it in pink and then we have the uh fluffy pin you know she always yeah with the fluffy pin so you get very authentic looking and the i have to say i was very impressed with the cell phones i those look really cool (laughs) nice and uh as as does the fluff on the pin so (laughs) you know you're gonna get true clueless authentic experience uh, yep Yep, and then, but yeah, like I said, the the menu's the same. Um, you can obviously you can quote along, dance along, sing along, in a movie party. It's a lot more relaxed. Right. Um, we encourage people to dress up though for everything. So oh yeah, please people drag out boas. your mid nineties <laughs> stuff, your plaid blazers. Oh yeah, skirts. <laughs> yeah, I don't have either yeah, of those. Yeah, so. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I looked. Even though I already knew the answer. So that's good for those of us that are reliving our glory days. Um, but for the kids who are in the middle of their glory days, you guys have the PBS kids. You guys are doing the Odd Squad at noon all next week. Mm-hmm. And those donations go directly to the local PBS. Is that correct? Yes, okay. it is. Um, I'm very pleased because we did raise just in Springfield for the Won't You Be My Neighbor add-on donations over $5,000 wow. for a local PBS station, That's which awesome. was amazing. And nationwide, 172000 So that was great. And then um, we raised, oh, I don't know, several hundred dollars in our August and July titles each month for, for PBS. So Very good. You know, big supporters. Um, we were just we at the, the public broadcasting station last week. So Cool. That's good. Yeah. That's a good. Love. Yeah. Love PBS. So I love that and we so, can do this. And so with everything else going on, you've <laughs> got to add additional. Uh, you've got um, movie parties for Office Space coming up next week, starting yeah. on Monday. you got those Monday and Thursday. Yes, yes. And so what? Are, are they, everybody going to get a printer to yeah, kick around? Yeah, <laughs> we are going to rope off a little bit of the parking lot and have a, a printer. terrible printer that are doesn't work. The music? That people get. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's oh, the best I've, part of that. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. And, and the bats, so everybody can take a whack at the poor printer. <laughs> Very good. 
Uh, Tuesday is oh, you, you got, should film it and then oh, do it in gonna, the slow motion and we're, put we're the gonna, music in the yeah, back. Oh yeah, put that up on the put that as the uh, yeah. pre-roll some of the stuff. Yeah, but yeah. everybody has to wear suits and start like office attire. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah if you want to participate, that'd be top. great. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, you're going to have some folks out here registering voters again. I know it's important. Is it's important? Period. Yes. But I know it's important to you guys out here as well to participate in those things. So that is fantastic. Hey, this is Joey popping in here. You know what's not fantastic is when your equipment fails as you're recording a podcast. So we may bring the laptop out there to beat up as we're uh, beating on the printers during the office space party on Monday or Thursday of the next week. Uh, But I will finish up the rest of what they've got going on at the Alamo Draft House. Um, As we mentioned, voter registration on Tuesday, Tuesday night... Uh, Carrie, the original, starring Sissy Spacek, who is killing it over on Castle Rock on Hulu. Uh, Carrie is playing on Tuesday, September the 11th at 7.30. And as we were headed out, Jennifer was telling me that they've added a uh, one of their Terror Tuesday showings for that same Tuesday, 9-11, of Jennifer's Body. Uh, so that is another option if you're looking to get your scare going on Tuesday next week september 11th on wednesday night the film club is watching the world according to garp at seven o'clock again if you've not seen that on the big screen there's your chance to do so join the film club head on out uh you don't actually have to join anything just go check out the movie and then they usually will stick around and talk about the movie afterwards if not in the same theater um, they may spill over into the back lot bar area. So if you've not seen The World According to Garp on the big screen, Wednesday, uh, September the 12th at 7 o'clock, that's your chance to do so, and then talk about it afterwards with a bunch of other film fanatics. And finally, also on Wednesday, this will be funny if these two groups met up. I don't know that they would because this is later in the night, but uh, Champagne Cinema, they're bringing back the champagne flutes and giving you one fill with every movie ticket, and they are showing Grease 2. Not the original Grease, Grease 2, which I'll throw out an unpopular opinion here, but Grease 2 is the better movie. Maybe not as classic, maybe not as iconic, but as a movie, Grease 2 is the better movie of the two between Grease and Grease 2. But that's Wednesday night, uh, also the same night as The World According to Garp. So you can go watch The World According to Garp, or you can go watch Grease 2 and get your champagne going. Uh, That is at 8.30 on Wednesday night, the 12th of September, so next Wednesday. Coming up for us at the podcast on Friday night, we'll be back here in the home studio where I am right now finishing up this show. And then on Saturday... Because we've been talking convention stuff, we are headed down to Little Rock, Arkansas. We're making the trip to Arkansas Comic Con on Saturday. That is this Saturday, the 8th of September. We've got a few things planned, including a podcast segment and taking your questions during the Pop Goes the Culture panel. That's at 2.30 p.m. So if you're in the area, if you're around Little Rock, head out to Arkansas Comic Con. Be in the panel room at 2.30 for a Pop Goes the Culture podcast, we'll do a little segment, and then we'll take your comments, your questions, whatever you guys want to talk about. We'll do that on Saturday, September the 8th. Come on out and see us. I know they've got a few other guests lined up for that one as well. So should be a good time for everybody to bring the kids out. should be a family-friendly event at Arkansas Comic Con. Be sure to subscribe to Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice. 
so you'll know when new episodes like this one and Fridays, and if we record something on Saturday, when those episodes are available. While you're there, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a quick favor and leave a review. It just takes seconds. It can really help us out, gain visibility, get some new listeners. We certainly appreciate it. You can just click on a certain number of stars, or you can type in something, some sort of text, whatever you feel like, whatever's appropriate. Uh, we would appreciate that. Even if it's not a five-star review, that's okay. Leave your thoughts. And tell us your thoughts on anything we've talked about, what you think are the top stories each and every week, what you're going to see at the box office. You can do all of that on social media. You can hit us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. You can hit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email us your suggestions at popgoestheemail at gmail.com. Or you can call the hotline at 417-986-7842. You just leave a recorded message and we'll use your recorded comments on an upcoming episode. You can find links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. That's going to do it. We didn't have much left, but by golly, when equipment doesn't work, it doesn't work. But for Kenny, K-Dub, PGTC Ken on Twitter, and for Jennifer John Meyer at the Alamo Draft House, you can find them on social media at Alamo Springmo. I've been Joey Mills with geekdad.com and comingsoon.net. We will see you later on. Go catch a movie this weekend, or if you're in the Little Rock area, come out and see us at Arkansas Comic Con. Talk to you later.